what is going to happen on the day that you have your holiday celebration? What are you going to do? Do you have a plan? Do you have a strategy? We are here to give you some of our tried and true tricks and tips for getting through the actual holiday meal. Have you taken our 21 day real life keto challenge yet? My name is Rebecca. I'm one of the founders here at Keto Sisters. If you're here in the United States like I am, you might be gearing up for all kinds of family and friend celebration surrounding Thanksgiving. Now, if you're like me, you might have to do more than one holiday meal. We celebrate with my family at lunch, and then we go to my husband's family at dinner. So we've got two that we've got to fill in in the same day. I know other families sometimes split Thanksgiving and Christmas, or maybe they split it up on different days. Whatever your situation is, even if you just have one holiday meal that you're planning for, you do need to plan for it. Not just planning for it as to like what food's gonna be there, but like, what do you plan to eat and how do you plan to get through that meal? I'm sharing my top 10 tricks for getting through the day of holiday celebration. Make sure you stick around to the end. I'm saving the best and most liberating tip for last. First and foremost is cleaning up your diet all along. Like don't just like we talked about last week, go slippery slope and just say, hey, it's the holidays. I'm going to eat anything I want every day I want. Plan for the holidays. Know you're going to indulge yourself a little bit more on the holidays, but let's clean up around the holidays. So if you know that your holiday celebration is going to be next Thursday, maybe on Wednesday, be extra intentional about what you eat and cleaning it up. Same thing for after the holidays. If you've really indulged on one day, maybe the next couple of days, try to be a little bit more strict, a little bit cleaner in what you eat to help get your body back on track. Something that's super, super key that a lot of people neglect is hydration. You want to make sure that you're well hydrated every day of the year, but it's really important on those days when you're going to be faced with a lot of eating temptations. A lot of times what we mistake for hunger is really thirst. So you want to make sure that you're well hydrated the day before, during, and after your holiday celebrations. And along those lines, when you're choosing what to drink during your holiday celebration, ask yourself, is this caloric drink or this high carb drink something that I'm really going to enjoy? Is it really going to enhance my enjoyment of this holiday? If it is, maybe you choose it. If not, why not drink water? To me, I would much rather have water instead of soda or a syrupy sweet sweet tea. If that means that maybe when I hit the dessert table, I can have a, a few extra nibbles. That's just me. Now, if what you drink is really important to you and really important to your enjoyment of the holiday, I say go for it. Just realize you're making that choice. And so you might want to back off and enjoying it's a separate area. Also, if you are a faster, meaning you like intermittent fasting and you have been doing that for a while, I think that's an awesome thing to continue through the holidays. You can fast up until your holiday celebration and then maybe do a cleansing longer fast, maybe a day or two after. Now, that being said, I don't think the holidays is a great time to start fasting. If you've not done it before, I don't recommend that you fast the day before your holiday celebration because then you might just be like, hey, I didn't eat much yesterday. I'm going to eat everything in sight and just inhale it all like a vacuum. That is not what we want. But if you have been using fasting as a tool, it's great to really lean on that tool throughout the holidays. If you have any questions about fasting, we did a series for a whole month on fasting, the different types, the benefits, and how to ease yourself into it. I recommend that you go back and watch that if you're choosing to use that as a tool or if you might like to use that as a tool in the future. I just don't super recommend trying it the day before the holiday for the first time. Now, something that I really like to do, and this is not really only limited to the holidays. This is something that I do all of the time. I like to be carb conscious about my choices. What does that mean? 
Well, it means I consider the cost. I consider the cost or the carb count of an item before I decide whether I'm going to eat it. So that doesn't mean that you have to necessarily track it in an app. It doesn't mean that you necessarily have to write it down, but it does mean that you want to be aware. Do I really care that much about a roll? Because I know for me in the past, I would just put a roll on my plate because that's what you did. You got your main entree, you got some side items, you got a roll, you got your sweet tea. That's just what I did. But am I really enjoying that roll as much as I would maybe a certain dessert that I only get around Thanksgiving? For me, the answer is no. So now I usually let that bread plate or that roll basket pass me by because that's not something that I want to choose. I'd much rather choose a fun dessert. But for some people, man, maybe your Aunt Linda makes great yeast rolls and that's something that you've really been looking forward to for this Thanksgiving. Have the yeast roll. Like you're being carb conscious, you're saying, those carbs are worth it for me. At my holiday, that's how I want to spend some of my carbs. But just kind of think about it before you just mindlessly eat out of habit or just because everybody else is grabbing a roll or eating the cheese and crackers maybe before the meal as a snack. For me, I would just get some cheese, skip the crackers. So those little choices can really add up and give you some extra carbs to kind of spend in what I would consider a more fun lane, like maybe at the dessert table. I don't know if you have this where you live, but we have Derby Pie in Kentucky. So if you don't know what that is, it's basically a pecan pie, but you add chocolate, like chocolate chips to it, and bourbon. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite desserts. I love it. Now, that's not something I eat every day. It is really, really high in carbs. It's really sweet. It's a very rich, indulgent treat. But guess what? The crust of that pie does nothing for me. Like, I could care less about it. In fact, sometimes I think the crust on the edge of the pie actually detracts from my enjoyment of the pie. It's a little dry. For the rest of the pie for me. And so what do I do? I eat the insides of that pie. I leave the pie crust on the bottom and the pie shell on the edge and I'm perfectly happy. Is that a keto choice? No way ever is that a keto choice. No, maybe we can get Keto Nurse Rhonda to help us figure out a keto friendly derby pie, but traditional derby pie in no stretch of any imagination has its way in a keto diet. It just doesn't. But is it a treat that I might like to indulge in on the holidays? Absolutely. Can I make it a little bit better of a choice by not eating the crust? Yeah, if I can save some carbs by not eating the crust, I'm gonna do it. Now I was talking to some of the other members of our Keto Confident group, which is our accountability group for people who are committed to a keto or low carb lifestyle. And I mentioned that strategy and I had two or three people were like, no, I love the crust. That's like my favorite part of the pie. Well then eat that. I'm just saying, be mindful of your choices. And if it doesn't add to your enjoyment, don't eat it. Save carbs where you can. So I hope that makes sense. Would love to see in the comments some of the things that you could forego that are higher carb that really wouldn't impact your enjoyment, whether it be a drink, a sugary dessert, potato stuffing, bread. I would love to know what you would kind of pass on so that you can indulge somewhere else. Another trick that came up when we were talking to the members of Keto Confident is use a salad or an appetizer size plate. Why would you do that? Well, one, it's not as easy to overload as a full-size dinner plate. And two, when you're loading it up, you're gonna really stack it up. It's gonna seem so decadent and so exciting to have such a full plate, but it's not nearly the amount of food that you would get on a full-size dinner plate. So you can get lots of samples of different things and enjoy all of the different flavors and tastes and experiences without having huge servings. So I like to say, Go through and get samples of everything and anything that you want. You can always choose to go back. But a lot of us grew up in the clean plate club. In the comments, raise your hand if you were taught as a child to clean your plate. 
I know we were supposed to clean our plate. So some of us, even as adults, we find that a hard habit to break. And we feel like, well, I've put that on my plate. I need to eat it. So especially if that's you, go for a smaller size plate and make sure you get sample sizes of things. Always give yourself the freedom during the holidays. If you want, you can go back and eat more and get seconds. But give yourself an opportunity to kind of fill up on the healthier options, like choosing the vegetables. And by vegetables, I don't mean the sweet potato casserole that's really a dessert if you kind of think about it. So just because it started off as a vegetable doesn't mean it can count as a vegetable. So try to fill up on the healthier choices, get some proteins, get some fats, hydrate well, and then you won't have as much room and be as hungry for those sweet treats. And you can enjoy just a nibble here and there to get the experience, to get the flavors, to get the taste. But start off with a small serving. You might be surprised, especially if you've been living more of a low carb or a keto-ish lifestyle, you might find that you don't have that same sweet tooth that you used to. And then a little bit of that derby pie or banana pudding or pumpkin pie might go a long way. You might be really surprised at how sweet it tastes and it might be too much for you. The other thing is leftovers can be a good thing and they can be a bad thing. They can be a good thing in that, hey, you don't have to eat everything in one sitting. You don't have to stuff yourself until you're uncomfortable. You can save some for leftovers. You can eat leftovers and not have to prep food, which is always nice. But leftovers can also be a continuing temptation. So while you might want to indulge on the day of your event, some of those richer treats, maybe you want to pack up and send home to other people or just not keep in your house, toss them once you've enjoyed a little bit. You might not want to surround yourself with that temptation. The other thing that I really like to do is I drink ketones. Now, I drink these every day. I haven't missed a day in six and a half years. But when it's the holidays, I usually up the amount of ketones that I drink. Why do I do that? For several reasons. One, it helps me from feeling as hungry. Two, it gives me great energy, mood, and focus, which sometimes you need when you're dealing with multiple family members, traveling, the stress of the holidays. It just helps me be more even keeled and helps me just kind of let things just roll off my back, which is not necessarily always my natural inclination. Another reason that I like to do this, and I don't fully understand the science of this, I just know from my experience that it's helped me so much that I believe that it's true. There is some evidence that drinking ketones may blunt your insulin response, which also blunts your trigger for your body to store fat. Something that I really enjoy taking advantage of is drinking the ketones so that I know as I'm enjoying samples of my favorite non-keto holiday treats that I'm not going to have as much of a blood sugar insulin response. And so it's not going to be as damaging to my body. So it helps on the front end because I'm not as hungry and I don't have as many cravings for the sugary, starchy treats. And as I am enjoying samples of those non-keto treats, it's helping my body respond to that without necessarily cueing it to store more fat. If you need help in getting started with ketones and you would like to use that as a tool in your holidays, make sure to reach out to us. You can email us at support at ketosistas.com. Or if you've been through our Real Life Keto Challenge and you have a big sister who helped you through that challenge, feel free to reach out to her. She can help you get the best pricing and figure out which flavors that you might like. Here's my last tip for you and my last message to you is this. Remember that holidays are important. It's important to celebrate. It's important to be with friends and family, to be grateful for all that you have. And it's okay to go a little bit off plan. And it's okay to eat a little more freely than you normally would. I hope these tips help you make better choices so that you can enjoy the holiday without going really crazy and making yourself sick. But remember, what is more important is how you eat every day 
not so much how you eat on the holiday. Going a little bit crazier on the holiday, that's not going to wreck you. What will wreck you is eating poorly day after day in your everyday life. So if you eat really well most of the year, you can enjoy the holidays without worrying and have a little bit more freedom. And if you don't know how to eat well during the year and you need help getting those habits established, please sign up for our Real Life Keto Challenge. We'll teach you step-by-step -step, little baby steps where it's not so overwhelming so that you can make little changes that are easier to sustain and then you can go a little bit more free during the holidays. And we talked last week about how you need to have a plan going into this holiday season to get through it without sacrificing your health goals. We want you to enjoy the season, but we also don't want you coming out of the season in worse shape than when you went in. Can I hear an amen? Like if we just don't gain weight over the holidays, I think that's awesome. A lot of keto and health coaches would tell you otherwise, but we here at Keto Sisters talk about real life keto. What is really going to work in your real life? We're real women with real families and real holiday traditions. If you didn't catch our episode last week, make sure you go back and listen to that because we give you an overarching plan for the whole holiday season that I think you're going to find quite interesting because we are allowing you to actually experience the holidays as you should be able to. So make sure you go back and check out that episode. All right, that's it for now. Go create a better life.